Sing us the song of the century. No! Louder than bombs and eternity. No! Music of static and contraband. No! Leading us into the promised land. Mm, all right. <laughs> And overcast. Woo! Yay! So, um, you know, before we get started, um, mm-hmm. I have been doing some research, and I want to share it with you. Mm. Sounds exciting. I, yeah, I have been crunching numbers and uh, had a whole team of people working on our archives and taking a look at, you know, various uh, carrying the one and all that sort of thing. And I, I found out that this is our first podcast. Is it? Yes. Right now? Right now. Gosh. I, I uh, You're on it. Okay, so well I guess everything has to start somewhere. I uh I guess I'm yes. ready. Are you? I'm psyched. Okay, good. <clears throat> good, good, good. So uh what do we do? Well, um I, why don't we start with some follow up? Um, oh. We've got a listener, listener Luke Pez, he somehow wrote in before their first podcast to ask, uh, hmm. when did the idea of doing a new podcast come up? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, so I, I think it came up years ago, didn't it? Um, mm. Two years now? There have been um, names decided, websites. Various we- websites. Web- domains registered. And expired. <laughs> yeah. Re-registered. Different names. Mm. Expired. Mm-hmm. And uh, then here we are. Yeah, mainly because um, I, we don't have, at least I don't have the ability to stay with any name more than um, maybe a week. <laughs> are you saying you're fickle? <clears throat> yeah, I will. I will come up with a name and I will fall in love with it, deeply in love with it. And then one day I'll wake up and be like, eh. and then I have to text you and say, I don't think I like the name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and then <laughs> each of those, you know, sometimes would sit for like six months before that. Mm-hmm. Would, yeah. We, we we got, you got lucky. the music in that regard. Right. right. You got lucky for a while, but then eventually I'd say, I don't really like it. It makes me think of my... I'm fat or something. And you're like, oh, gosh. And you have to kill the domain. and So it's been quite a process for us. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite. Uh, it's amazing how much you can uh, um, herniate and bloviate over something that's really just supposed to be something you just do. Right. Really. Right. Yeah. Cool. And that, you know, nobody, I guess Luke Pez is listening, so. Yeah, he is. As a matter of fact, him. he has a uh, Insta follow-up question uh, oh. somehow. Um, okay. Th- okay, that's uh, why it took so long, but um, why did we really want to do this? Well, that's, you know, <clears throat> that's quite a question, and it's something that, um, I mean, at least from my perspective, we, we talked about quite a bit when it came time to write our about page. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we had uh, we done all the good stuff. We'd done all the uh, we'd done the music and the the artwork and the name and all this all the snazzy things and talked about what we wanted to talk about. And then I you know I started to tell a few people and they said, "So, um, what's your podcast about?" I was like, "Ah, oh yeah, we <laughs> most people normally start there, and that's kind of where we're ending up." Um, so for me, you know, it, you and I have known each other. For since what 19 1937 1937 1937 yeah uh been in both great wars together i guess we were pretty young for the first one uh and the and we were not not born for the first one and pretty young for the second one so there's my grasp of history folks (laughs) (laughs) with my grasp of time Mm. yeah korean war maybe the korean war um go on yeah well for me you know it's uh Really, it's uh, we're just two geeks of a certain age. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> wait, we should have thought of that. Wait a minute, <laughs> I'm going to write yeah, that down. Are, yeah, let's rename. Start this. working let's on stop. some graphic ideas. <laughs> so when this one goes belly up, we can start another. Yeah, that's fourteen month process. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's you know, time to get back in and do it do it again and uh yeah have something to look forward to have something to say and uh yeah you know we we worked together for for different creative projects whether that was you know long term or just some stupid you know video thing that we did together you know and on our mm-hmm. trips together but we've we've been creatively kind of entwined <laughs> um for a long time and um you know we always have things to talk about when we talk and um you know, I, I like to say everyone, everyone has a story and, um, uh, you just sort of attach to people who have stories and listen to them and either like them or don't like them. And, uh, um, hopefully we have some that, uh, are, are worth sharing and, uh, people will uh, enjoy listening to. Well, I know I will. Yeah. I'd love to listen to myself talk. (laughs) I can go. I okay. <laughs> no no I need I need oh. you <clears throat> okay uh, me and myself I mean I got I got uh, stuff to do really right well so do I but you know the the talking to myself I've I've had that for um, low these fifty years and yeah uh, it's uh I'm I have this sick other sick of that I have a, this other podcast I'm starting called two two uh, geeks of a certain age and it's <laughs> it's gonna be primo sweet well Luke Pez. Yeah, yeah. I hope he so, keeps listening. So, uh, where if people did want to write in with some follow up, uh, how would they do that? They can't. Okay. No, they um from f- some follow up. Well, we have all of the uh, all the social media. Well, we don't have all the social media, but we have a lot of the social media. We've got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at up and overcast. We have a website, uh, up and overcast dot com. Great place to look at the show notes. Mm-hmm, indeed. And, uh, you know, they can also write into podcast at upandovercast.com. Fabulous. Is that everything? Yeah, I think that I think that does it. Um, I'd like to maybe talk about what it isn't. Oh, okay. And for that, we have a segment bumper. Mm-hmm. This is not a tech podcast. I'm sick of tech. 
and uh, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't yeah. want to worry about it. I don't want to fuss over it. I'm I'm kind of done. And uh, that's that's a big shift for me because, you know, that's been my life and it's been a focus. And uh, I think what has happened is there's been a bit of an autonomy swap that's happened with the cloud and all that stuff that's happened in the last, you know, say, five years. Mm -hmm. uh, with our technology, which became mobile, um, the iPhone really did it. Um, and uh, my whole career with computers, I would sit there and fuss over updates and everything else and uh, just constantly following the tech news on every piece of equipment I was interested in and and learned to be wary of updates and things like that and was always micromanaging my data and my apps and that worked and it still works it's still probably a good idea but it's becoming harder and harder because you know these devices they just want to be updated they're constantly on the net they're constantly updating themselves and if you got 57 apps on your phone and 36 of them want updates are you going to sit there and go through each one of them and read the notes on the update and read the reviews on the update and go, well, maybe this, maybe no. And that's what I would do for hours. And I just don't have that kind of time. And uh, so instead of just backing off, I just really capitulated. I just turned on automatic updates on all my devices and I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. Well, good. I think that's, I think that's great. Autonomy swap was also my band in college, but that's a whole other, mm -hmm. whole other story. Um, no, I totally agree with you, and um, it it feels a bit, you know, we, we come from uh, a generation and a time when we controlled technology a lot, mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it feels a little strange to give in, <laughs> you know, and to give over to it, but um, I'm sort of in the same boat, and, and, and it's, it's interesting how uh different technologies are just are just pushing my life and f you know for me the one of the most recent things that's happened is the um amazing amount of television that is on mm -hmm. it's on you can, yahoo and you can go to i mean twitter will have a channel one day and it, it's just it's just everywhere um technology has taken over media in, in a way that like, you know, you don't have to go to your TV to watch. You don't have to go to your TV to watch TV. Right. And you also can go off, off your TV and watch things that you can't find on your TV. So, um, I'm just, I'm finding myself, you know, <clears throat> anymore when someone says, uh, uh, yeah, do you, do you watch the thing? And when is it on? I don't know. <laughs> Used yeah, to be that's not you know, a question you hear anymore. No, used to be no nine o'clock. You know ABC, tune in. You're like, I don't, I don't know. Did you see it? I don't know when it's on. It just showed up. Um, when it's on, <laughs> tell me about the war, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So uh, you know, I'm with you, and I I think you know, um, you know, in terms of what this isn't. Um, uh, we used to do a lot of talking about about technology. We used to do a lot of comparing about about things in our in our dusty dusty past. And um, I'm with you. I I just I'm just kind of giving in and you know getting a new phone whenever I need a new phone and not really caring or paying that much attention to to what's happening and just sort of 
you know, letting it uh, letting it take over in a lot of ways. So, yeah, and also letting it recede into the background. Um, yeah, right. Because it can. I mean, it's matured to the point where it can do that, and yeah, it's okay to just become a normal and just <laughs> use this stuff like everybody else does. And I don't need to need to know every single thing my device does, and that I've gotten the absolute best of everything or whatever it's it permeates and it's just there Mm -hmm. and use it where it's useful and then but don't obsess about it just let it let it be what it is and i think it's making me a happier person yeah now the 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 funny thing of course is that probably most people listening to this are, are going like well yeah so, I mean, exactly. I, you know, about, <laughs> what? It's about time, weirdo. <laughs> that's, that's right. Oh, another good name. It's about time, weirdo. Writing that one down. Um, yeah, I think most people are probably thinking that. And, and you know, this is, this is really a shift for both of us because uh, we have done uh, other, you know, podcasts together where we mm-hmm. talked a lot about technology and, uh, and you know what it was doing and what it could do and you know exciting alternatives and you know new things on the market and uh it's interesting you know being of of an age that we are i'm i'm 83 and you're 97 um <clears throat> that um you know it, it we that we kind of lived through that shift and i i think that a lot of people I talk to today who are a lot younger, even even 10, 15 years younger. Yeah, not did, like half our age, but right. like just a decade. Right. Uh, have a whole different viewpoint on this stuff and didn't really go through that, that you know, that the shift that we did. Yeah, I agree. But it is important for us to remind ourselves from time to time. This is not a tech podcast. Exactly. And that will be coming back in. And if we stray off course, that little warning, that little warning is my wife, by the way. So, so <laughs> Joe is ready yeah, to I, admonish has, at yes, all times. I, I do hear that tone <laughs> and I am programmed to shut up when I hear it. So very good. Yeah. So shall we move on? What do you think? Let's move on. Well, let's yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about um now that we've talked about what we are and what we're not. Let's, let's And what we're not on. we've talked about what we're not going to talk about. Yes, let's we've talk talked about, about what we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Anything? Uh stories ourselves, life. Yes. Well, let me tell you a little bit about um getting my health on. All right. Year. I think we have a segment title for that. We do. Shit don't work. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh every time. Um, so yeah, I I recently um, I am a web developer <clears throat> by trade, and um, amazingly, when you sit in a chair for a long period of time over many 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 decades, and you really don't have the greatest posture in the world, uh, stuff happens. And for me, it happened in my neck, and it happened in my shoulder, and I had to go to PT. Um, which uh, you've been to PT? I know you've you've had things you've you've gone. Yeah, to but usually when I fall, right, 
um, not so much from sitting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but it was it was kind of funny. So yeah, you, yeah, you 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 just fell much slower. Yeah, right. It was sort of funny because anytime I was in the waiting room, there were people with just you know couldn't move their legs and. I just kind of stroll in and sit down. They look at me like, what are you here? I, I can't sit good. <laughs> Who is normal in here? Yeah, I, I don't sit good. And um, so PT was an interesting experience for me. I'd, I'd never done it before. And uh, I had a great, she, she's fantastic. So I, uh, you know, she cured me. I think like most people, weeks. we have great things to say about physical therapists. Yes. Some of the coolest people on earth, and they get. She results. was amazing. Yeah, because she was. She, she she is German. Good. She's very precise, and she would. The first time she saw me, she was like, "Move this arm, move this arm, okay, move your pinky this way, okay, now." She's checking it with a protractor, getting. Yeah, yeah, yep, the whole thing. Writing you know, the angles t- down. Right, the angles down. Right, the angles down. Right, the angles down. Then she's like, "All right, let me push here and I move your hand here." Move okay, great. So it's this spot right here. I'm like, yeah, that's the place that hurts. Okay, great. Now we have 28 exercises. <laughs> and it, it was incredible, like, just how precise mm-hmm. she could just zone in on that thing. Um, so I don't want to, there's, I don't want to generalize about German people at all. I like German people. But in my life, all the German people I've met fall into the same category that she does. And it's very driven. Very driven, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I'm not so driven. So she, she would just continually drive me and drive me and drive me. I was cured in two weeks and I went back for three more weeks because she wanted to get me in shape. <laughs> awesome. So it, it became, it stopped being like, we need to cure you. And she's like, okay, well, let's keep going. And you know, we've got to get your core up and we have We're to do get these you ready exercises. For the, rest, for the next Rocky movie. It's right. And and she'd say things like, I think it's really important for you to uh, do some sort of task. So uh, how about uh, how about group swimming? I'm like, I, <laughs> Where you go, but get a group of people on your back and you have I to guess. swim with them on your back? Uh, and I just, that kind of group? Yeah. And I just, uh, I'd say to her like, no, I don't, nothing in a group. Okay. How about rock climbing? Like, n- n- no, you you really don't know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> a what galumping, you like? a galumping <laughs> right. beast doing rock climbing. Come on, right? I no, I'm not rock climbing, and uh, I like sitting. Can we do that? And then no, that's how I got you. <laughs> so she'd she'd come up with things like, I tell you what, if there's a if there's a big hill next to your house, go up and down many times, and then the next day try to beat your record. <laughs> like that sounds terrible. Um, so we finally settled on hiking, and that's kind of where she she kind of uh uh focused her uh, her sort of drive um mm-hmm. but you know i the thing i've got to say that the reason that falls into to shit don't work which is us mm-hmm. um getting your health on is hard yeah it's 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 not a, a thing you do once a week for an hour no if if you do that it's like not doing it yeah um and I know this is probably not a big surprise that it's hard, and that's probably why no one does it. But, um, man, there were days. I walked out of there once. See, she would drive me, and she'd never compliment me. But then, 
Then she would, she'd compliment me. Oh, very good. You have a really good body awareness. Oh, thank you. And I just keep going. <laughs> um, and I walked out of there one time toward the end and I literally couldn't walk down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. And there was an old lady who offered to help me <laughs> go down the stairs. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm checking my phone. And she's like, no, I, she could tell I just couldn't, I just couldn't make it. And I had to take the elevator down <laughs> to the ground floor and walk out to my car and drive home and just like collapse at home. But, um, well, tell me what the next couple of days were like did you end up uh feeling more uh, capable than no no okay. <laughs> no i was i was sore for about two days and then uh yeah, maybe, then things got maybe, much maybe we're beyond the point where uh we can have that kind of rapid um <laughs> yeah, where think? we damage ourselves and it regenerates and we come back stronger than we were before yeah maybe we're <clears throat> a little beyond that yeah but so that's kind of sounds great the hiking is going to be great, but, um, you know, uh, getting my health on is going to be definitely something I talk about from time to time on this podcast. And, um, it's, it's sort of, it's made me expand into a lot of other areas. We, we got a, um, a water pick the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, and, now, and what kind of a thing is that? Now, have you ever heard of a water pick? Because I, I swear that I heard about them like in the seventies. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then I didn't really, anymore. Right. And I didn't anymore. And I went to the dentist and she's all about those now. And I'm, I was really surprised because I just, I'm like a water pick people. It's like a waterbed. No one uses a right. water pick. <laughs> you get them at the same place. I think <laughs> that's right. And a lava lamp. It's like nobody, nobody uses that stuff anymore. Um, and perhaps some black light. <laughs> right. Right. And a velvet, maybe a velvet Panther on the wall. And, mm -hmm. um, poster but, para faucet yeah it, it turns out they're still they're still in use and they're all, all little plastic things now as everything is and um, if i'm remembering correctly they the basic premise behind this is this is uh, a superior alternative to flossing yeah right or is yeah, it just, done after flossing to do more clean well we do it we kind of do it we do both of them mm -hmm. so it's it's done kind of you floss and then you well it's mm -hmm. fascinating you floss and then you and then you water pick but uh it just it the water pick drives a huge amount of water uh through a pick which is you know mm -hmm. probably where it got the name um into your gums and in between your teeth and stuff like that which is great um so we bought this thing i i tried to talk my wife into getting the deluxe version which um was plastic that looked a little bit more like chrome but it was still plastic <laughs> okay and was uh, there a functional advantage or you just no. really that stuck up about the way things look i i thought this was going to look a lot better and it was uh, something like 40 dollars, and she she said you're crazy and she was right because it's just plastic and it would just look like chrome colored plastic um but the funny thing is, so my, the story I want to tell you about this is I'm completely, I, I'm totally convinced. My, my wife is like, I, I don't know how to use this. Do you know how to use this thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's water. It's a thing. You just, what? 
There's not anything to use. Would you read the instructions? It's a thing. It has water. It comes out of the pick. You turn it on and <laughs> psh, 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 psh. Seriously, it has one moving part. And I so, have one moving mouth. <laughs> Put them right. together. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a marriage made in heaven. So she did her water picking and, and I wasn't that thrilled about her first time and I'm like, I, I can figure this out. So the the handle did the you handle, get more water on you than, than well yeah than she did oh i it's terrible the water mm. pick has a little off switch on the handle so you can turn turn the water off at any minute you want so i put this thing in my mouth and i turn it on and water just shoots all over my mouth all over the mirror all over my shirt and i panic water bomb <laughs> right there's water everywhere and i i don't even think that i can turn it off i'm just like it's coming down my face it's down my chin it's all over the floor anytime i take it out of my mouth it just squirts all over the wall (laughs) so you you have to contain it somehow right i contain it in your mouth and it fills your mouth up with water and you spit it out and i'm i'm just like it was the worst thing and i have this huge puddle on the on the floor um Later, my wife came in, uh, you know, that night, and she's like, "Did you maybe have some trouble with the water pick?" I, mean, I had to clean or the wall. Continent, <laughs> right? But I totally panicked. It was just, it was just water all over the place. Um, so it's take. It took me, it stupidly, it took me several tries to realize. Oh, I have total control over this technology. I just turn it off, like if. If there's ever too much water, I just go, oh, that's too much. I turn it off. I don't know what was wrong with me the first two or three times I was using it, but water everywhere. <laughs> um, and for anyone who's going to use a water pick, let me give you this little piece of advice. You fill the reservoir up with warm water, mm-hmm. okay? But there's still water in the hose, and that water is ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give it a spritz in the sink before yes. you... <laughs> Raising definitely it the mouth. Yes, definitely don't put it in your mouth and turn it on because that's not pleasant. <laughs> in towards your receding gum line. Um, and so, so what's yeah, you, what's your dentist think? Is this? Uh, I go have, to. The, have you been back since you started no. using it? I go to the dentist tomorrow. We'll we'll see okay. what what uh, right. what she thinks about it. But um, right. we'll have to make a note for follow up for next time. Yeah, so that's you know that's my getting my health on uh, update. It's um, it, it's definitely uh, I'm definitely challenged, but I'm challenged by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The things that the things I'm challenged by my own stubbornness and and also my own desire for approval, which is what made me not walk for three days because of my German <laughs> PT person <laughs> saying, "Very good, look at you." I'm like, oh, look at me, very good. That's, do that's five, a powerful motivator. It's, it it's about all we've got. Do 10 more. Okay, yeah. I'll do 10 more. Look at you do 10 more. Oh my gosh, I'm doing 10 more. Yeah, physical therapists get you to do things you do not believe you're capable of doing. Yeah. Um, yes. And then when they're done doing that and you've adjusted your opinion of what you can do, they'll take you beyond that. Right. And, Always beyond that. And... uh it's like a you know a contest. How how far are you going to take this? Yes, um, I got a T-shirt, so that was good too. That is good. That mm. is good. Proud of you. 
Thank you very much. You know, but you know, the last thing I'll say, every time I, I went into this physical therapist, my, my mom, <clears throat> um, passed away m- many years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she was getting over one of her medical things toward the end of her life, she, she went to a physical therapist for the first time and she, <laughs> She came back after one visit and, and said she'd never go back again. I asked her why, and she's like, well, Bill, they wanted me to put my leg behind my back. I'm an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I just would say that to myself every time she had me do something that I was like, what am I doing? I'm like, she had me put a band around my <laughs> knees and walk around. I'm an old man. So thanks, mom. <laughs> you come by it honestly. I do. I do. Well, what um I hear well, listen, I I hear sounds like there's some uh maybe some some music going on, maybe, huh? Hey, how's there could for, be. There could be that's our first segue. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we need a name um, mm. for like, what do we do? I think we'll maybe we could play some music, maybe some stuff, something obscure that nobody's ever really heard before. And yeah, maybe try to connect it to something that's going on now or when you dig deeper in, you kind of find out more. Yeah. What what would we call that sort of, if only we had a bumper ready for that. Music in rear view. Well, thank you, Joe. That will thank do. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. So, yeah. So, um, just just because this is this is going to be a recurring segment. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, would you c- explain where this trove of music came from? Well, um, you know, the kids are into the LPs these days, mm. but I was mm-hmm. into the LPs way before it was cool. That's a long playing, right? Uh, yeah, or, or, mm-hmm. or yeah. leopard print. <laughs> leopard print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, so you have these uh, big black uh, things with grooves on them and a hole in the center, and you put them on a, on a platter that spins, hmm. and you drop a little needle on there, and it actually somehow- A needle? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. Yes, a it's needle. sharp and pointy. Yes, and it- That sounds dangerous. Rides the grooves and turns Sexy. that into sound. It sounds huh. like science fiction, I realize. So I can take a DVD and take a needle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and oh, just yes, rub it across it and I'll hear music. In in, in a way, but mm. you have to use a, a light a, a, a light um, one. Just not very heavy? No, no, actually made of photons. Oh, oh. Yeah, this, this one's more made of carbon. Um, okay. So it's, and it's a little bigger, so you can actually see the mechanism working. And uh, Oh, okay. All right. And so, well, where do LPs come from? Well, back before they became hip and cool again, you got a bin of 27,000 of them for a dollar <laughs> from every single garage sale in the country. <laughs> and um, back then, 10, 15 years ago, I would tell my lovely wife, who loved to go um, garage sale shopping, if you see records... Ask them how much they want for the whole box, and if it's less than ten bucks, buy the box. I don't care what's in it, mm-hmm. and 
I acquired maybe 300 or more records this way. And I then went through them and some of them were just, okay, I can't have this in my house. (laughs) But um, after whittling it down, I got about 200 records and I bought the milk crates to put them in and they're all stacked up and nothing's categorized, nothing's organized. And what I'll do every once in a while is I'll rifle through it and I'll find something interesting, pull it out, give it a spin. And if it's interesting enough to share, uh, I think we'll put it on the show. Great. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Do you, so you uh, you have one of those for us tonight? I do. I'm holding the record in my hand right now. and uh, Well, we can't hear it that way. No. Okay. Well, I'll spin it. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, uh, you can check our show notes at the website, and they'll have links to this stuff so you can uh, look at it. But the band is called Black Russian, and this record, self-titled record, Black Russian, is from the year 1980, and it was on Motown Records. And this record actually did not come from the garage sale collection. This is one I purchased myself at a tender young age of 19 or 20 because I saw it in the cutout bin at a record store. And I'll be honest, I bought it because the cover has a hot Russian woman in it wearing, you know, a black mink stole. Of of course. Half of my, half of my music from back then came because (laughs) of the same reason. You kidding me? Yes, Absolutely. Bought the record, played it once, wasn't my kind of thing, and uh, it's that for a long time. And so I thought it'd be a great kind of kitschy thing to play for for us uh, today. So I'm going to play, uh, start with, uh, the first track on the second side of this record. It's called Mystified. All right. Here we go. Now you know I thought I couldn't get caught But you got me tied up Tangled in the roots of love Definitely Motown Tell me right now Because I swear I just don't see But here they start getting a little 80 songs put such a spell on me Hey! All right. I'm losing all we'll give him the one more, one more roll through this verse here. Friday turned to Monday, Monday turned to late last week. Where is me? How? I think about you constantly. Where'd you get such a hold? Okay, and that's uh, nice. Black Russian, Mystified from 1980. So who is, uh, <clears throat> do we know who is in Black Russian? Yeah, there's uh, three people uh, who I've found out actually were recent defectors from the Soviet Union. I believe they were actually Latvian. Oh, wow. Uh, Sergei Kaputstin, mm-hmm. his uh, lovely wife uh, Natasha Kapustin singing this song. And uh, her brother, Vladimir Schneider. I see. Yes. And uh, so um, after finding that, I said, well, let me go find out what 
happen with these people. And uh, that's where I found out that information I just shared with you was uh, mm-hmm. I just did a search for Black Russian Motown Records and uh, turns up on Discogs, the link of which is in our show notes. Um, they uh, emigrated here and uh, they were a band over in in Soviet Russia and uh, and came over here and met up with uh, some guy at Motown Records and ended up making this record that they wrote and performed on um, along with, obviously, um, a Motown-themed backing band. And it wasn't a big hit. I think the timing was wrong, 1980. <laughs> for that, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't decide if they were disco or uh, pop or... or um, new wave or whatever <laughs> so the record's kind of all over the place but it's very interesting i think she has a very interesting voice um and then i've found their wikipedia page and uh definitely worth looking up uh <clears throat> natasha went natasha, on to do more music natasha schneider right yes she uh got a divorce from um mr kaputin and went back to her her maiden name of schneider she did remarry um married a gentleman named Elaine Johannes and they formed a band called Eleven which mm-hmm. formed up in the 90s so here we're, we're jumping forward a decade or so and uh, they had a string of records four or five records through the 90s and early 2000s and uh, and Natasha had quite a career with them um, with a lot of um other bands of that era, uh, like um, Queens of the Stone Age, she was yeah, a keyboard that. player. Queens of the Stone Age, I remember them, them. Um, and stuff like that. And uh, I've got some samples of the, some of the stuff that they did as the band Eleven. And uh, here was a song from their first release in 1993. So we're jumping from 1980 to 1993. Same singer, slightly different format. So that is the song Towers from Eleven's first album, self-titled Eleven from 1993. You know, <clears throat> the interesting thing about this this pick you have for us tonight is we, you and I sort of as we did little um, run-ups to the show, did, did other little picks to see how that would go. And um, I ended up having fun making fun of a lot of this stuff. This mm-hmm. I actually like. Well, that was what was so <laughs> shocking. I was certainly expecting to find that these guys went on and did some other stuff in the 80s. I had no idea that this performer in particular would have become a contemporary of the music I was into in the 90s. Yeah, right. Do, doing it. Um, and her uh, husband, Elaine, um, we're going to hear on the next song. I th- I. Th- it just thematically, this is very similar to other bands of that era, like Soundgarden, um, and uh, 
other bands, <laughs> like Soundgarden, <laughs> for example, which is one of the bands that it, 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 they're like. And what is uh, what's what's the year of this one? Uh, this one comes from 1995, just a couple of years later. All right, uh, tracks called "Tomorrow Speaks," and it's a duet. Just past to regret So much I tried to forget I'm only asking to get myself Yeah, I mean that's right up our alley. It really is from from the nineties, and that's the kind of stuff I was listening to. And I never, it was I did not hear too. this band at the time. And huh. if I had, I never would have thought that's who this that this was somebody I already had a record. <laughs> so I I don't know if you're going to bring this up. Did you, did you read about her acting career? I certainly did, and yeah, that that's uh, punning us back a little bit, but fabulous cameo. In the movie 2010, The Year We Make Contact, there's a scene where Roy Scheider is uh, narrating a voiceover to his wife back on Earth about what they're about to do. They're going to try to arrow break into orbit around Jupiter. And as you know... This is not a tech podcast. But (laughs) it is a geek podcast. And so we can talk about space stuff. Yes, is, space I, stuff. I give myself dispensation. Oh, me too. And um, they're arrow breaking in orbit around around Jupiter, and it's uh, they're sl- basically they're slowing down at a tremendous rate. And uh, he is just a passenger, and one of the ru- on a Russian spacecraft, and one of the other Russians on this spacecraft is also in a in a scientific or other role, technical role, not involved in flying this thing. And the ship starts shaking, and he's in his little pod where he sleeps, trying to ride this out. And she comes to his pod door, and it's a very human moment. The um, character that she's portraying is scared, and she gets in with him, and they don't share a language. You know, not mm-hmm. a word. Mm-hmm. Be- they I don't speak the, the same I, language. Yeah, and they just hold each other through this cataclysmic thing and then when they come through it okay uh, they're both completely exhausted and bathed in sweat and she goes to get out and she looks back at him and just gives him a kiss on the cheek and it's a very oh yeah human moment now yeah and uh and a fabulous bit of acting and uh, that that's um that is that wow. Is that's her. that's that is, that's uh, fascinating. Natasha um, Schneider. Wow. And, and uh, you knew this all the way back then. <laughs> I knew that I liked <laughs> that character a lot. <clears throat> Awfully <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> and that scene was moving and yeah. and touching. And uh, it, I didn't know I had a record of her singing in my house at the time. So what? Uh, where do we where do we leave off there with two thousand? The year. 
Yeah. We left off in uh, way back in 1995. 1995. Uh, we're going to skip a little bit to uh, 2003. And there's okay. a song. We just got two more here. Um, we'll wrap this thing up. Going a little long today, but uh, uh, we'll... This one's got more meat on it than we expected. <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> Far <laughs> more meat than either one of us expected, right. really. Um, song called Kill Me No More from the album Howling Book in 2003. It's not not really one... grammatically correct, but I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. <laughs> well, you know, not native tongue, you know. Yeah, right. Um, But this is a completely different theme again, and uh, let's see if you can guess what kind of theme I think it is. Now, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, it was. And that was sort of me. That was 2003, you said? Yeah, yeah. To me, that is a Bond theme. Yeah, it is. That's I agree. Theme, that's, you know, it, cinematic. Was it a Bond theme? Total Kill Bond Me No theme. More is a perfect name for a Bond theme. <laughs> it was totally it? is. Maybe she wrote it hoping that it might be a Bond theme one mm-hmm. day. Wow. Yep. And Eleven went on to do um, one more album after that. Um, and uh, then Elaine, Johannes, and, and Katerina, they... Um, Katerina. That was her character's name in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> her name's Natasha. So sorry. You, come, come back so to sorry, us. sorry, Natasha. Easy. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> um, they uh, started working with other bands and they became part of the backing band for Queens of the Stone Age and helped contribute some music to them. And um, in in 2006, they toured with them and, um, and she played keyboards and Elaine uh, sang and did production work. Um, and then it brings us to the sad part of it. Um, um, Natasha isn't with us anymore. She died of cancer in 2008. Yeah, so... On that on a good note, thanks for that. <laughs> Water pick, all but in the mouth. She she <laughs> was... <laughs> Natasha was, yeah. was, got a great send-off. Uh, um, it's described on the Wikipedia page of bunch of performers the guys from uh, um queens of the stone age and uh other bands did a tribute concert for her um oh great and they raised money for for cancer charities and to help offset the cost of her care um and then her husband um kind of wrapping this up in a little denouement he uh kept making music <laughs> and, and a what please denouement oh okay thank you 
Don't ask me to spell it or even pronounce it, really. Um, <laughs> that would be a mistake. I hope there are no French-speaking listeners to the <laughs> podcast. No, there's no listeners, dude. Sure. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> no one's hearing this. Um, and he uh, continues to record, and he uh, here's a track from a 2012 release he did. The song is Time for Miracles, which he co-wrote with with Natasha. Wow, I have to say that all that is good music. It's quite a pick you've had you've uh, presented tonight. Yeah, it was amazing to find and I I thought that that um that that bit was very touching and uh, Yeah. This it's some great people had a very long career and uh, I'm happy to have found out about them through this this one-off uh knockout bin record I got in 1980. That's uh that's a that's an incredible journey, a mm-hmm. musical journey. Wow. I I still I, you know, while you were playing that last piece, I was also googling because I was pretty sure that Kill Me No More was a Bond song and I was going to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Could have been um it could have been. Wow. Good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. So, uh what do we follow out with? Uh Maybe we should remind people uh, where where they can uh, find our podcast and where they can uh, well right here interact with us right here okay I mean you know because they're listening to it right now right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they've they've already hooked up they, yeah they they, they, they found don't need, it they don't need told no not at all um, but if they want no, to you, tell their friends what would they tell them oh okay um, first of all congrats for having friends that's great uh, and you can tell your friends um, don't rub it in that yeah don't rub it in. Um, that we can be found at upandovercast.com and uh, on on Facebook, uh, Up and Overcast. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what these kids URL Facebook page thing anymore. Whatever. Just go to Facebook. You can find us there. <laughs> How's that? How's that? Positive? Um, oh. I think you're done. I guess I am. <laughs>